0: Thanks for coming on the Miss Girl Gang podcast. How are you?
1: So we normally greet each other first name last name. Hi, Amanda Smith. Thanks for having me. Hi, Amanda Smith, CEO.
0: How nice to meet you. you (laughs) Full business card,
1: full title. Um, That's how I'll address you from now on. But hi, hi. Thanks for having me. It's so fun fun to hang out a lot this year.
0: It has been so much fun, and I love being able to. It's this sounds weird. I love being able to say that I know you. Because I can vouch, which oh. vouch for you.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, you can say it. <laughs> because I
0: can't, I can literally vouch for you. Oh. Um, which, if you don't know why we're laughing, you'll find out in a minute. But um, you're just wonderful, and I think you're great to work I with. To be friends with. And yeah. I, I don't think
1: it's weird to say that though. I think it's, yeah. that's the that's the cool part it's about really yeah connecting with people and actually getting to do events and getting to know who someone is because then you can mm-hmm. truly vouch for who they are as a person versus yeah. just speculating or yeah. hearing it through someone else. Mm-hmm. You need to experience
0: first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I never want to pass down hearsay. I want to know for myself. <laughs> uh, well, we're here at the beautiful new common desk in oh, Addison. Oh, so nice. It doesn't feel new to me because I feel like I'm here all the time, mm-hmm. but they have just done a really great job here. It's been yeah, awesome. It is really stunning. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we get started in all of our... Questions and getting to know you. Um, tell us a little bit more, just who you are, what you do.
1: Well, in short, if I could take all the highlights of who I am. <laughs> um, my name is Christiana. I live here in Dallas, but from Texas, I say, because I grew up all over the world. So from Texas and um, have recently accepted a couple of new positions, Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually not recently, but I'm currently the CEO of Vouch, which is a social matchmaking and dating app that was launched here in in Dallas. I'm sure we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. And then I own and operate several other businesses, but my most exciting of those new ventures is Currently, which is a Mm -hmm. photo booth technology company that offers really cool photo booths setups for events so they're not like your typical jump into a photo booth print a couple of photos mm-hmm. like we do true immersive type of tech 360 mm-hmm. photo booths mm-hmm. we're working on green screen integration and vr um so that's just a little side project but it's one of those that like it, i have three events tonight uh-huh, so so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like a small thing yeah. but it keeps me in tune with what's happening in dallas and beyond and so yeah. i've been doing quite a bit this year it's been a busy
0: yeah. You've been a little, a little busy bee. Little,
1: little busy. That's, a little why busy. I, that's why I sound like a little bee today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been really, really fun. This whole this last year has been weird. Yeah, and good in a good way. Weird and good
0: mm-hmm. is a good way to describe it. In yeah. twenty nineteen, I think it was also difficult. I yeah. think you were saying I'm gonna go like. This event season, just you got your ass handed to you. I
1: mean, literally, <laughs> <laughs> in and the form of like bronchitis and a fever. <laughs> so the universe is like, here you go. This Thank is you what you so get. Much. This is what you get for oh, for God. working so hard. It, yeah, it. Yeah. It's, you got to be honest with yourself, and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 you know this as a business owner, and then as a community leader, which I think we have had in common. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know, building community and I think that's maybe the only thing I'm good at. Um, <laughs> and it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of personal energy, business energy and if anyone tells you it's fun and glorious and, you know, smiley and sunny
0: all the way, they're lying to you. It's like 15% of it. But those are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it <sounds> really sad. <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, I'm not wrong. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a really, really, really concentrated yeah. 15%. The rest of it's just like really freaking hard work yeah and i don't even know if it's the percentage
1: but like that small portion of getting to see it come to life mm-hmm. meet the people watch the follow-up watch communities foster with and without you and friendships mm-hmm. grow like that makes it That's all really coolest. really worth it like even in the photo booth company i, I thought about that the other day i was watching videos come in because I can watch things from remotely it's very creepy um and I'm watching people have the time of their lives celebrating like a 45th birthday sure. on a Tuesday night at a, you know <laughs> at a random house and I'm watching friends and family jump on this booth and like create an image that's not you know it's them but it's just capturing their energy I'm like yeah. that that makes me so happy so There's all the craziness really leading yeah, yeah I love I mean you know how important video and mm-hmm content is it's it's cool to capture them those moments and you know a birthday party or a celebration or a wedding. Weddings are my favorite to, mm-hmm. to capture. You've got a lot of emotions. You've got like the <laughs> drunk friends who are crying, you've got the moms who are really happy. Stress and then you've got you know, the yeah. event planners like, Can I do a spin? And you're like, oh, yeah. please But I, I love that but it, it makes all of the craziness of having to lug I mean, I went to Michael's before. I'm covered in glitter. Like, you guys can't see me, but I have glitter coming out of everywhere. I've been picking up crafts and all kinds of stuff. But that that little 15% of those moments are so cool. So you're how old?
0: Tell us how old you are. 28. You're 28. And you are now the CEO of a dating app. Mm -hmm. You and I have talked about this before you probably never imagined you'd be the CEO <laughs> of a dating app. <laughs> like, just like I would never imagine I would be the CEO of my own company. If you had me yeah. that two years ago, or years ago, I'd be like, that sounds cool. But yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So you're, I feel like you have a lot of work ethic and you went to school and things like that, but also there's a whole self-taught part to you too. Um, so tell us about like your school background and then going from an a completely different industry mm-hmm. into an entrepreneurial space and then becoming CEO.
1: Um, well, you're right, I, I had a memory pop up on, on Instagram mm-hmm. and it was three years ago, I quit my first startup mm-hmm. and like made this, i was so, I was trying to be so like, unveil this <laughs> announcement um, and I had quit my first startup to join another startup in the healthcare space And but looking at it today was very funny because three years ago, That photo is me, like, in front of Good Morning, Texas. I had, I don't know, convinced Ted Baker to let me borrow an outfit. I didn't – I did my own hair and makeup mistake. Um, (laughs) I don't have eyebrows in that photo. You know, like, oh, man, it was – I look at that, and, like, I was so freaking nervous. I sat with the PR team of a company that bought ours for days practicing lines, and, like, it caused a whole – there was drama behind the whole thing. And I was looking at this photo, and I'm like, I was – and although in a cool place to have sold a business at that point, was wildly insecure, unhappy, probably miserable. So excited to join this new um, company that I was announcing at that time, and I look at it, and if it, three years ago, that feels so long ago. And I'm looking at myself, and I even just look different. Mm-hmm. But what was missing in that photo is confidence, mm-hmm. and it took a lot and if you would have asked me then if you if I would even be like I remember fighting for a title like mm-hmm. at that company and the reason why I left there was a lot of issues there but I had been part of the start of it and the launch of it and the mm-hmm. sell of it and I couldn't get the title I wanted I couldn't even get a director level title because I was 23 years old you know mm-hmm. or I guess 24 25 at the time but it's still very young and and you know the whole great scheme of things (laughs) and then looking at now to have a really important title and a lot of ownership that wasn't what gave me confidence it was like all the times I got to go back to Good Morning Texas Mm -hmm. without a PR team to back me up with my own lines without you know being able to promote my own businesses Mm -hmm. instead of someone else's or so one that I didn't really feel like I had true equity in and Mm -hmm. and it was my I couldn't have anticipated where I'm at, but I don't think it's because of what I went to school for at all. Mm -hmm. I have a biology and chemistry background with a medical anthropology minor. I'm fluent in two different versions of sign language. Like I'm not supposed to be a business person on paper, but screw your paper because Mm -hmm. um, I think that I'm probably the best advocate for STEM education is Mm -hmm. just getting a background in um, science themes Um, which biology and chemistry teach you Mm -hmm. a lot about the basic core of humanity and Mm -hmm. existence. And what I learned at a really young age was that if something doesn't function at the cellular level or there are issues or think of like a a team, like a a corporate structure of a, a large organization. And if there are employees who are unhappy, think of those as like the tiny cells in your body. If the employees are unhappy, then the management probably is getting a ton of flack. And then beyond that, like it just starts to you just watch how culture and people play a huge part in the overall success of a business. Mm-hmm. And that's not unlike science it's not unlike how the body functions. And so I, I find these weird themes where I'll cross over my love for biology and make it into something about business. Mm-hmm. But that my love for science got me into the healthcare field. My love for people got me into what would become medical school. Mm-hmm. And then my love for business and marketing and what I didn't know I had mm-hmm. would turn into me pulling my applications out for financial aid for medical school <laughs> and submitting an, an app to the iTunes store. the same day yeah and um that was a weird you know realization was okay i'm i'm now saying i'm going to put a hold on medical school to all the people who had been counting on me to do this like i don't come from a family of doctors i definitely don't come from a family of kind of entrepreneurial you know business people i'd never seen someone build a business i'd never been a part of one until i was truly in up to my eyeballs in it and in that in that moment i said okay well The clinical world will always be there. Mm -hmm. I cannot think of others, other than maybe dating. Mm -hmm. um, Healthcare and dating, or mating, um, Mm -hmm. are two things that will continue on for the rest of time. Mm -hmm. and uh, Until we all turn into robots, I guess. (laughs) Um, But the clinical world will always be there. And every physician I worked with at the time in emergency and and trauma where I was at uh, said, if you have any other interest, if you are remotely good at anything else, go do that first. Try it, fail it, fuck it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. or succeed either way if your heart says come back to you, the healthcare field it will be here for you and your MCAT scores are good for 10 years and then if you they're not anymore go take the MCAT again I was like well, I don't want to do that so I'm going to give it 10 years mm-hmm. and I'm going to go figure out you know is this something that I want to do and I never that's went back good advice I never went back and I and I tell people that now like you know um, I still think people should go to school I'm not the person that's going to tell you don't go get a college degree use it as you know a test for how you connect with people. What gets you excited? What are you good at? But then what do you love to do? What are you passionate at? Mm-hmm. And college gives you a little bit of that flexibility that the, you know, jumping right into work and having to fight for every penny to fill your gas tank, it doesn't give you the luxury of time. It, mm-hmm. it There is no time. No. There's no time for you to mess around. It's get into work, figuring it out or run the risk. You might not have the fuel to get onto the next, you know, the next stop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I, I have this really non-traditional background, but I don't think it's it's unique. I think a lot of people have these, you know, uh, same things where they're they're you know, spending years of their life in one, you know, industry and then pivoting and doing something entirely yeah. different. But I was joking about STEM because I, I encourage guys and and but more so women to get into the STEM fields because mm-hmm. I'm like, look, it gives you everything you need. For a good
0: foundation to just figure it out, and that's the way education today is going. Like mm-hmm. as a teacher, mm-hmm. our school is one of like the ten in the district out of like seventy mm-hmm. that is now deemed a STEM school on this certain path because we. It's, it really has to do with the grant that we got from the government, right? but that's how education is going. Yeah, yeah. so
1: I think another thing that's good. I'm glad to hear that too mm-hmm. because I. I think people always say, "Well, what about steam? What about the arts?" I'm like. <laughs> it's it's all as valuable to me, but then I look at where we are going as a, on a global scale, mm-hmm. we are more connected than we've ever been, and that's not because of just art, it's because of technology. But all industries, all elements will benefit from improvements in science and technology. Yeah, it's and just a fact. Just a fact. Yeah. I had a girl come up to us one time at an event where we were writing checks for scholarships for kids. Those are my favorite things we've ever done, and um, in a separate organization that I run. And, uh, this little girl comes up to me and she goes, I, I really want to apply for the scholarship, but I'm, I really love to do work on Photoshop. And she says, so I don't really know if I can get a technology scholarship. And I said, you know, that Photoshop is a software, right? And she said, well, I think so. And I said, what do you like to, what do you like to create on Photoshop? She's like, I like the, to make the insides of machines. I like to Create what the inside of a machine looks like, and I said, "So you understand physics and engineering?" And she was like, "Yes, I study. I study that so I can build better on Photoshop." I was like, "Here's a thousand dollars." I mean, I was like, "Oh, I just take my money." I was like, "That. That's exactly it. You know, the people who built Photoshop are brilliant software engineers who have people in the room leading them creatively, but ultimately, it's a technology. Mm-hmm. So, you know, utilization oh. of technology and." I loved the hell out of that in this moment. She emailed me for weeks following or months following the event and sent me pictures of the work she constructed. Cool. And I was like, that, that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was one person that I said, you know, that's not a, don't worry about that. That's silly. I said, no, do worry about that. I want you to be able to do this when you're not at school. That was her biggest concern. And she's, you know, we're doing a lot of work at school, but... When I go home for the summer, I don't have access to this, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, now you do." I was like, "You have a computer?" And she goes, "Yes." Says, well, now you have everything you need to do to practice over the summer, and I loved that because it yeah. wasn't, it was so easy. It made perfect sense, and mm-hmm. um, I hope that she takes those skills and does whatever the hell she wants with them. Yeah,
0: I want to talk about empowering the generations that are coming up. Yeah, I think that's really important.
1: We should be afraid of that.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about it. You know, yeah. we should
1: we should realize like, and you get to see this all firsthand. But mm-hmm. what we give our kids, you know, the tools. I mean, resources now will ultimately impact us and not that long from now, I mean, 30 years will go by fast, you
0: know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane because these kids are growing up with a smartphone or a tablet in their Mm hand, and they know how to use it way better than we do. And it's ridiculous. I've had some several moments this year where (laughs) a student has said, well, Mrs. Smith, why don't you just do this? (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I I knew that. <laughs> and one, one really caught me by surprise, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm officially old. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Well, I want to talk about vouch.
1: Yeah.
0: So let's talk about vouch. I think from the perspective of not only can, you know, people who are seeking relationships and, and dating relationships use this platform, but... The everyday person can use this platform, like we were talking about earlier, you know, vouching for each other. Tell us just a little bit about it. And then I want to talk about the heart behind it and, like, why has it been so difficult for people to date and why no. ha- and, and why Vouch is revolutionary and what is changing it.
1: Yeah, Vouch. So uh, you might be familiar with the small name of Sean Lowe. Uh, <laughs> he, for people who, who might not know, um, he's... Probably the most popular face to ever come out of the show The Bachelor, mm-hmm. just the franchise as a whole. So he and his wife met on this show. It's funny, six years ago I watched them get married on live TV, and I think that's so bizarre because now we text and you know, I'm checking in on their third baby, making sure everyone's okay. <laughs> and like, but I think back to being like in my college apartment, you know, watching the fashion. it was just it's so bizarre. That's bizarre. Um but he had uh You know, a couple of friends who had an idea about, you know, online dating and Tinder had just come out, which allowed for them to swipe with people in cities they didn't live in or, you know, outside of neighborhoods that they hung out in. And online dating gave us this reach, you know, the same Mm -hmm. way, you know, social networks did out of, you know, our typical network of people. And what was interesting was that um, the guys that were using these dating apps, their friends or like their sister-in-law would be like, "Hand me your phone. Let me swipe for you," mm-hmm. because they were like, "You don't know how to make decisions for yourself. Let us help you, <laughs> or let us let let us create your profile. What photos are you using?" And so mm-hmm. they realized they could go and swipe, you know, endlessly alone and not participate with anybody else. Mm-hmm. But then in these other scenarios, like it was way more fun to make it somewhat social because Mm -hmm. ultimately if you find success, the goal is that the person you match with comes hang out with your friends. And like, it's a social initiative. I mean, I know a lot of people probably date and feel very isolated, but I think successful relationships and honestly, friendships are about bringing in your social circle and mixing it with theirs and... And so vouch allows you to do just that. So mm-hmm. it isn't just for single people. If you're you know married and have a single friend, you can vouch for them, which serves two purposes. So a vouch is a cosign on someone. And when you agree to vouch for someone, um, you get to write a little recommendation about who they are and mm-hmm. what they like and what they care about. And it lives on their profile very much like a review, but by your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not... Uh, the Yelp of people or, you know, your ex can go around there and write right. like, well, Vanda does this and this. I'll use me as an example because I'm not married. Christiana, you know, hates this and does this. It's not that. It is, it's meant to be a more positive component that mm-hmm. replicates real life scenarios um, versus being gimmicky, which mm-hmm. I always talk about. Mm-hmm. And so the premise of the app, you download the app as a single person, you invite your friends to vouch for you. And so your vouch count starts to add up. You can see Mm -hmm. how many people are vouching for a potential match. And then those vouchers get to swipe for you on the other end. Mm -hmm. So they can swipe right on someone they think is a great fit or swipe left on, I always joke, like the same dude that you've been dating like 20 to 5 times and like swipe left (laughs) on, he looks like the other guys, you know. (laughs) And what that does is it sorts you know, these preferred matches that your vouchers have picked out for you. It sorts it to the top of your, you know, stack of potential dates mm-hmm. and doesn't force them, you know, a relationship, doesn't force them, you know, conversation. We're not mm-hmm. arranging marriages. It simply just saves you time. Like now you're going to swipe on people that your friends think are great for you. Um, and hopefully you don't swipe forever. Mm-hmm. You know, we want people to, it's, you know, To be honest, I want you to find success early on and meet Mm -hmm. this person quickly and have a relationship and Mm -hmm. good things to come of it. And I don't want people to get, you know, totally lost in the digital world and never get offline. I think that's where it's this delicate balance of being this technology, online, digital company, Mm -hmm. but trying to bring real life elements into it. Yeah. existing I think has been
0: missing up until now.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've seen this with your, you know, if I tell somebody... You know, maybe let's just go three years and you know back in time, and some you find out someone's met online. They might even tell you a lie about how they met because mm-hmm. there was still like, and it's still there. I think it's it's fading, but people are still self conscious about telling people they met online. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I would never for a second uh, feel self conscious about telling someone I met. One of my new, I mean, I've met many girls, i probably think 25 girls from your the Dallas Girl Game. Mm-hmm. And if someone from said, how did group. you meet? <laughs> yeah, from Facebook group. And someone well, how did you meet that person? I would never bat an eye at being able to say, well, we met online. And so it's funny that people, as many as people are meeting online um, today, like people are still, if someone tells you they met at Whole Foods in the salsa aisle, they met on Tinder. That's what I've learned. <laughs> it's like, people tell me all the time, like, oh, no, we met at Whole Foods. I was like, okay, so you met on Tinder? And I'm like, how did you know that? I was like, because it's funny how people are still weird about it. Yeah. Um, but it's so popular. And some of my most successful friends have, you know, successful French that have marriages and uh-huh. have babies met online. Yeah. And it's simply an introductory tool yeah it is not we're not fabricating relationships we're not matching you based on your favorite smell or like or your, <laughs> I don't know I've seen some weird dating apps what we're doing <laughs> is we're we're letting your friends encourage you along the way swipe That's for fun. you if they feel like it but more importantly like they're there to support you yeah. and our hope is that to get into like the little bit of a heart of it yeah. is that we hope that by including your friends in your social circle, that, like, maybe you'll be kinder online. I think mm-hmm. online dating, mm-hmm. if you polled 100 girls, I would tell you, I could, I would probably bet my life that more than half of them have
0: been harassed. Yep. Maybe worse. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and you even said sometimes, like, it's not just girls getting harassed. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, like-
1: More often than not, it's women being harassed in some form um, online. But then the more I talk about vouch, the more public speaking I do, the more feedback I listen to. Mm -hmm. Guys are scared as hell that girls are going to catfish them. Yep. Like their biggest concern is that you're going to show up on a date and not look like your photo. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when I joined the vouch team, I hadn't had a ton. I had played around with Tinder when it first came out because we were all like totally blown away this? like what do yeah. you mean we don't have to go anywhere we could just sit on our you know in our living room and swipe to a beat you know um but i didn't have a ton of experience like on bumble or hinge or any of this so i went and created a dating app on like, or a dating profile on like six or seven mm-hmm. um dating apps just to see what it was like mm-hmm. like how does vouch differ what can we do better mm-hmm. what are the other onboarding processes like i'm like nothing stopped me from using a stock image a photo of somebody that wasn't me making up an age, spelling my name backwards, you know, over filtering my face. Like one of my photos I loaded was like a cute corgi and it wasn't even me. And like nothing recognized that this was not a person of a fo- like a yeah. photo of a person. It was right. a photo of a dog. Yes. That's not even mine. It was <laughs> uh, so like the ultimate catfish. I'm like, nope, not even my dog. And nothing kept me from doing that. And then I could go and swipe, you know, obviously just to test, mm-hmm. but people swipe right on me the whole time, you know, and I would get messages of like, you matched with so-and-so. And I'm like, How? How? (laughs) Like, I'm not a real person. This account looks fake. My bio's made up. My age isn't me. And there's nothing keeping me from doing this. And so I'm like, there are plenty of people who are just swiping aimlessly, putting in fake information. I've had family members who are in the military have their photos stolen from Facebook and put all over dating profiles and scammed women out of money. (laughs) And, like, there are all these things. Yeah, real classy. And... It's terrifying. So Vouch, we, we hope that by empowering you know, people to invite their friends and their family and their social circle of people, colleagues, whoever you trust, mm-hmm. that by saying, hey, we're going to vouch for you, we're in your corner, we're rooting you on, we hope you find success, you're wonderful, mm-hmm. that you as a dater hold yourself more accountable. Yeah. And um, if you're on there for the wrong reasons, you're probably not going to have a lot of people vouching for you. So we train yeah. users to look for that.
0: hate apple cider vinegar I think it's disgusting the only time I've ever liked it is when my mom makes this pulled pork recipe and you have to use apple cider vinegar but it's disgusting otherwise you're supposed to take it It's supposed to be really good for you just in your overall health and so I was like well you know what I've got to step up my game and so about a year ago my um, husband's stepmother said, why don't you just try it in a pill or a capsule? And I was like, that's a great idea because I'm not drinking this other crap. So ordered some on Amazon. Even those, they have a smell. Like when you open the bottle, it still stinks. And I'm just like, ugh. And then when you take it and then just like a fish oil pill or something, the afterburps are disgusting. So I was hanging out at my mom's house over the break or something from Thanksgiving or whatever. And I tried Goli, G-O-L-I, that's what it's called. And I'd seen it on Ellen DeGeneres and um, I was like, I doubt it actually tastes good. And it's little gummy vitamins, or it looks like a gummy vitamin. And so I tried it and like, that was it. I was like, this actually tastes like just apple and no vinegar. Um, So that was it. I was like, okay, this is what I'm taking from now on. Um, and so here is the coolest part. Now you can try it with the code Amanda's in Dallas. That's my Instagram handle name. So all one word, Amanda's in Dallas, all or lowercase at checkout and get 5% off you guys. It is such a lifesaver. Our next sponsor is Sunday Scaries. You guys, you know them now. You love them. Sunday Scaries CBD. That's their Instagram handle. You need to go check it out because, first of all, they educate you on what they offer. But their memes and their quotes and their content is so funny and engaging. So let it spice up your day. I was debating... Sharing this, but um, I'm want to be open and honest with you guys. So, I take uh anxiety and depression medication, which a lot of people do. And so, if that's something side note that you're like, oh, I don't want to tell people that, well, I'm like, who cares? I love my medicine, it helps, and I'm probably not going to change it unless I need to. Um, but I ran out. I've got to go to the doctor and get a refill. And I was stressed because I was like, well, I don't wanna go just like off cold turkey, you know, and it's not like it's this high dose. Anyway, I'm taking care of myself and I know that this week I have a lot of deadlines coming up, a lot of stuff to get done before the holidays. Um, big plans for 2020, lots of work to do so that I can enjoy time with my family and Zach's family over the break. And be able to at least relax a little bit, but still got a lot of shit to do now. So, I love being able to take a half or a whole little gummy bear of this of the Sunday CBD gummy bears because it really helps me just chill out. So, you can try it and grab a bottle of them. And y'all, they actually taste like gummy bears, so they don't have. Like you don't bite in and you're like, oh my gosh, this is gross. It actually tastes like a gummy bear. You can try it, go to Sundayscaries.com and enter promo code Fearless15 for fifteen percent off your order. So, for example, let's say you grab a bottle of their gummy bears, it's twenty, thirty bucks or something. That's gonna save you two, three, four dollars, which is awesome. Basically, helping cover taxes, maybe a little shipping. So, and we all know that paying for shipping is the worst. So, sundayscaries.com slash, nope, not slash, enter the code FEARLESS15 for 15% off. If you are struggling in any form or fashion, again, huge advocate for BetterHelp. Not only do we have a partnership with them, but I'm personally using their counseling services myself. Um, for the last several weeks and it's just been a really, um, uh, beginning of a transformational process. Um, I literally dumped on my therapist, like, Hey, I want to go over this, 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 and this and give her a list of like seven things. And she was like, okay, let's tackle this one first. Like, what do we need to do? And here's what I think. And, you know, not only listening to me and talking to me, but relating to me and giving me resources. So it's been incredible. Um, there's no shame in asking for help. So betterhelp.com slash girl We will catch you guys next week, and if you're like me and going back to work, maybe you're already back to work, you've got this. 2020 is our year. This is starting a new decade, so look out with those fresh eyes. See Vouch, you're attracting the right person from the get go you're not attracting the people that are maybe using other apps for other reasons yeah I
1: always tell people like there are plenty of hookup apps and we're not trying to compete with that if that's what you want to do I'm not telling you that it's even wrong do what you want to do people are absolutely allowed to engage in relationships however they want now if you want something serious or you want to play less of a guessing game then download vouch yeah and if you're on there for the right reasons it'll feel very natural to you if you're afraid to invite your friends to vouch for you then you need to think about about why it is you're nervous about that someone was like well what truly keeps them you know a married person from joining the app i said well nothing but is that married person going to invite all his neighbors that just came over for sunday dinner to vouch for him knowing that he's married
0: he's gonna have zero vouchers and he's gonna have no matches exactly and
1: it's not gonna look good it's like you know I, i joke about yelp but we're now trained on this review we want we want insight and we want facts and statistics we want to know the word is like um like we want to know what to expect yes so um like airbnb as an example Mm -hmm. i was just looking my little sister is engaged to somebody she met on tinder years ago and i was looking at airbnbs for her bachelorette party and there was this like gorgeous i mean the price was really good too good to be true Gorgeous spot in Miami for like 15 people, and I was like, I'm gonna have to get this. And then I look, because I wanted to click on the reviews. Like, is it clean? Is it up to you know, does, does it picture? A does it have a CEO? <laughs> is it running water? Like, am I about to show up to Fire Festival in Miami? I was oh looking at it, I was like, I I don't I need to know what to expect from someone else. Like, I mm-hmm. need someone else to vouch for the spot before I go drop however many thousand dollars to reserve it. And there were no reviews. Great price, beautiful photos, the you know the owner of it looked somewhat legit looked great i went with one that had less stellar photos but had dozens of reviews because i at least knew that if i reserve it and show up to the spot i have an idea of what the backyard looks like Mm -hmm. i have an idea that the owners were kind Mm -hmm. that there's a bird that chirps at 7 a.m like i knew all these facts (laughs) about this place from other people and that immediately gave me this like feeling of comfort you know that that if i'm going to make a step like that and it's funny because we're i don't want to be inappropriate but people are getting into bed with people they don't know anything about yeah that there is no one vouching for that person that they're giving them their address and getting picked up and letting them buy them drinks and all these things that are somewhat intimate in a sense and personal without any checks, yep. you know, just to know that that person's name is even their name. Yeah. Like, like I said, when I made yeah. my fake dating profiles, I was like Katerina in most mm-hmm. of my photos. I mean, like how there is nothing, if I would ma- with someone to get offline and go mm-hmm. say hi to that person and told them, hi, I'm Katerina, there is nothing other than me flashing my ID mm-hmm. that like yeah. verifies that that's even yeah. legit. Why do you think... That's you know, terrifying.
0: I think that's, that just goes to show that people are really... I don't want to use the word desperate in, like, a sad sense, but, like, they're desperate for a relationship.
1: You're absolutely right. Um, Um, You know what I mean? And so I think
0: that's why it's so hard for people who are single to try to date because there's this, like, no one wants to admit that they're lonely Mm -hmm. or that they need something. Mm -hmm. And so... What do you? What are your thoughts
1: on that? I think that um, desperate's not a wrong word. It's it's not like um, you know, do whatever it takes to find love. That's <laughs> it's not like that. It's it's people are desperate to connect, mm-hmm. and it's in and out of dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched this in growing millennial clubs, and mm-hmm. you know, hosting networking events, and then attending others like yours. Mm-hmm. As you watch these women come out of their rooms who are, have been behind a screen and then you watch them connect in real life and that's where the magic is truly yeah. it's you're never um, going to get that anywhere else no and we will never i mean i remember when i was um working on going to medical school and one of my friends who's Absolutely, so successful on doing really crazy things now. He looked at me one time. He's like, I think it's a mistake that you want to be a doctor because iPhones are going to do your job one day, and so you're going to go to school and you're going to spend all this money and be stressed and in debt, and um, and then ultimately an iPhone's going to be able to do your job. And I said, you might. It's funny because then I would start a mobile app that didn't really care. <laughs> so, um, I was like, joke's on you. I started the business or joined the business. and But what I realized in having an on-demand mobile app like that mm-hmm. is that Even though we had options for virtual care, moms and busy professionals chose a physician coming to them to look in their ears and take their temperature. Because what you can't duplicate via an iPhone or technology or a dating app is personal touch Mm -hmm. and energy that you share when you actually connect with someone live in a room. Mm -hmm. And um, I think people are desperate for that because we've isolated ourselves. Dating apps and then social networking to just to generalize have dehumanized us in a way Mm -hmm. where i think we've we ignore normal social like interactions Mm -hmm. i've had people like you've probably had this where i've been places and i'll get a a message on instagram which is the new email is it the same for you like people dm me more than they email me now it's very Mm -hmm. strange Uh, and don't be like here's my email uh (laughs) and someone will message me like hi i saw you sitting at XYZ and yeah, insert a location. I wanted to say hi, and but I didn't. I didn't. But I didn't. And I didn't want to bother you or something. And I'm like, no, oh, I didn't want to be creepy. I was like, you know what's creepy? is creepy. <laughs> you tell me you saw me and then you didn't say something and now you're messaging Definitely me after happens. I left. And I'm like, Doesn't how matter. weird is that? And it's no one's fault. It's uh, it's it's Zuckerberg's fault. But other than yeah. that, it's not your fault. We feel that way because we've been trained now to yeah. to, to distance to be ourselves from yeah. from people and. So that's why you know I talk about that, and I run an online dating app. We will always implement real life scenarios into Mm -hmm. this app. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as much as I love Bumble, inhibiting someone's ability to communicate to one sex or the other. You know, it's a very tiny baby. It's a cute baby just walking through Common. So tiny.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry guys, (laughs) I have puppy fever, not baby fever. But that was a cute baby. And as uh, a Bumble, you know, allowing girls to reach out first, which I loved at first and I think people loved at first. But the feedback I'd get from girls was like, well, Nothing I kind of <laughs> like when a guy says something to me um, at the bar or
0: online. There's something and- to be said for a woman wants to be pursued.
1: Yeah, and then the guys are mad because they were like, "I've got something really clever to say," and then I never get to say something because it's in hip, you know, it's locked up in this online world. I'm like, that's not real life. Yeah, I yeah. like placing an emphasis on letting girls make the move. I I do, and I love mm-hmm. that because I'm the biggest advocate for women empowerment and mm-hmm. being, you know, your own boss mm-hmm. uh, professionally and personally. Go do what you got to do, mm-hmm. but that's not real life. Yeah. And if you wanted to come talk to me at a networking event, there's nothing to keep you from doing that. Yeah. And um, so it, with Vouch, you know, as, as online as it is, it's it, it is an introductory tool. It is helping you reach into networks that you might not have otherwise. You probably wouldn't brush shoulders with the same people. Mm-hmm. And much like online shopping, mm-hmm. I don't think that we're suddenly going to go back from using Amazon and going back to the old days of buying your own paper towels at Kroger because you can now order them and have them delivered. Like, Online dating is here to stay. I think it'll get bigger just in the same way online retail is, but there'll mm-hmm. be a demand for transparency, warmth, and true connections mm-hmm. and safety mm-hmm. that that's going to change. I think that's good, That's going to change. And so I can't say Vouch is the safest dating app because I can't make those types of claims. I wouldn't even feel comfortable making the types you of claims. You can't be liable
0: I mean. for thousands and thousands
1: but, of people. I mean, even like like put legal's, legal aside, it's ultimately in the hands of my users to make it safe Mm -hmm. right so being honest and putting your real photo and your real vouchers and being honest and open Mm -hmm. with your intentions Mm -hmm. I think will innately make it a safer place to be and hopefully more authentic too that, that people can feel like they can be themselves and not be afraid to reach out like I love the fact I like when people tell me I matched, or you know, I swiped right on this guy because I saw that you vouched for him, and he's not someone I would normally have ever
0: swiped have. on. Mm-hmm.
1: But I saw that you, you, were friends, and you had so many nice things to say. And he's not normally my type, quote unquote. But I love that you had so many nice things to say about, you know, his humor and his, you know, friends. Mm-hmm. And I love that because that's what you're doing in real life. You're am- amping your friends up. You're playing wingman. You're encouraging your friends, like. Mm-hmm. We need more of that, and I like the idea of making it more social and more fun and, you know, take some of the, like, creepiness away from, I mean, I feel so, I mean, I've. When I created those fake dating profiles, um, I got, like, right away, like, the worst messages. I'm like, is this how people do this? I mean, like, does this work? It has to work sometimes because I can't <laughs> think that someone just goes out and says inappropriate things all the time. And it fails every single time, so they just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, I got so many, like, inappropriate messages of photos that weren't even me, which I was, like, still felt violated. Like, they don't know what it looked like. And here they are saying ridiculous things, and I'm just like, why? Yeah.
0: There's but Why then I realize okay?
1: there's no one keeping them from doing that. There's no accountability. No.
0: Yeah. So, I mean you talk. said you are are obviously a huge proponent for empowering women. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know, specifically in the dating world. But I think what we see a lot and you would probably see this too, um, in Dallas Kroging is like friendships mm-hmm. is a lot like dating. Building friendships is so much like dating. Yeah. We see this a lot. What's one thing you've seen maybe maybe not even in Dallas, but what's one thing you've seen women doing in the last several years that you are like, Yes, we finally get it on this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what's one thing you maybe wish or maybe something you're trying to put out there to that we need to cut out <laughs> doing <laughs> that shit? <laughs> um well
1: i've been really i've been really proud to watch women be more vocal about concerns Mm -hmm. because i think and concerns in any capacity i don't care if it's a business concern i don't if it's in the political space if it's um in the workplace almost especially in the workplace but even at home like you're we're empowering women to be more vocal Mm -hmm. it's there's still shame there's still pushback but i think in the last you know, four or five years almost to a fault would have been very transparent and open about our experiences. And I think what that does is unlocks the ability for someone else who's been in a similar situation to do the same. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I've always been very candid about my experiences as a female in startups, but also a minority female Mm -hmm. and a very young minority female in organizations dominated by 60 year old white men. Mm And I've also been very honest about, I actually don't think I've ever been more discriminated against in the workplace than by another female. Mm. Um, That sucks. And so there are still those challenges, but I'm going to be honest about them because as confident as I like to think that I am and as kind as I like to think I am, and like I always try to be a joy to be around and I want Mm -hmm. people to want to work with me. I've still run into my own battles with, with with different dynamics in the workplace. And I feel like by being transparent about that, there's someone who might not have the same, you know, confidence that I have or have had the same experience who still feels that in a different way. I went to a panel not that long ago where it was a bunch of really wonderful women talking about, you know, what it's like to be who they are in their, you know, specific industries. And I was waiting for someone to say, it doesn't matter if you work at CVS or you're an executive in a corporate position, we all kind of deal with very similar shenanigans mm-hmm. um, from managers, from guests, from people. I remember working with ER physicians who were women mm-hmm. and I'd walk in to help get things set up or take notes, whatever it was. And I had men and women say, well, I'll wait till the doctor arrives. And I'm like, she's right, she's right there. And they're like, no, the real doctor. Like, they didn't think that a female who wasn't 90 years old could be a physician. And I was like, it's 2000 at the time. I'm like, 2015. Like, what? how are what we still? <laughs> and so I, I I like going to these conversations where we can talk about the night, you know, encouraging each other Mm -hmm. it's also totally okay to talk about the challenges because someone in that room is waiting for you to they want to relate to you Mm -hmm. it's why we go to these events in the first place right Mm -hmm. we want to relate to somebody and hear something that sounds similar Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe you're listening to a podcast and you're like well i don't have the same background as her but i've sure as hell been discriminated against by another female Mm -hmm. um so i think what we're doing right is talking about it being candid i think by telling another person you know Thank you for speaking up. I know that was hard for you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's inspired me to take what, the steps I need to to be more vocal at home or at work
0: or whatever yeah. it is. And, I, and I've seen it firsthand, I think, when you spoke at our Real Talk event in September of oh, this year. yeah, that I feel like that was, maybe I'm wrong, but that, that was like kind of a moment for you that I think you, you shared something that I don't think you shared, had shared. Anyway.
1: Uh, yeah, no, you're right. And I got, um, that was, that's one of the times I can remember this last year where I had gotten more messages. I, I didn't I didn't have a lot of time to stay. I don't remember what I was I was competing in an event the next oh yeah, my god now I was like oh something. yeah I was competing in a September fitness event. Was what like was wrong weird. with me? Why would I do that? I didn't have a lot of time to stay because I had to get home and like hydrate for this event. But um, I got more probably dozens of messages and I know people probably get way more than that. But to me that was a lot of women that said, um, thank you for sharing. I was sobbing in the background because <laughs> I knew that was really hard for you. But I've done. I've been in the same scenario um, as you. And it was hard for me to talk about dating and being a good person in the dating yeah. world. And I had cheated on a boyfriend right. twice. right? And I hated that. I still hate that. Sure. Um, and it took a long time for me to want to be honest about that. Because the poor dude, I guess dudes that it happened to, um, were all wonderful, kind, did mm-hmm. nothing wrong. It was all because I felt insecure, mm-hmm. and I watched these girls. I mean, I think I had lunch with like I'm normally not like the let's go grab lunch talk about it type person. I think I had like nine lunches with different girls who were like, I, you know, I, I related to this so much. I don't have a lot of friends. I'm new here. Mm-hmm. We'll love to catch up over lunch, and I normally don't do that unless you know. You
0: really feel unless I means.
1: really feel like it, it would be if I didn't show up or if we didn't connect that I feel like they might miss out on that interaction. And mm-hmm. so I met with a lot of girls after that <laughs> event, which was right. really funny, and, but it was really special because it, it, you're right, and honestly I forgot about that, that like that was a time where, you know, when I announced that I was gonna even participate in Vouch, I don't know if I talked about this then, that I was terrified that the people that I had hurt would come out and say, yeah. I can't imagine. That actually, Christiana wasn't, wouldn't be someone I would vouched for mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I, I think in my introductory post to announce that I had gotten this position, I said I'm sorry to the people that I that I hurt when I wasn't a vouchable person. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you
0: why I wasn't. That goes so much farther, though. Yeah. Like being honest and being yeah. upfront front yeah. and learning. And,
1: and I knew those simple. guys because they all look at my Instagram stories. I can still see it. <laughs> so uh, High boys. It. You know, um, which I love. I mean, I... And for most of my adult life, I've stayed, been able to stay friends with people Mm -hmm. in in after relationships, but I don't fault those guys for not wanting to be my friend, Mm -hmm. but still keeping tabs because Mm -hmm. that's what you do. Mm -hmm. But I knew that they would see it and I didn't have to be overly honest. I didn't have to tell you exactly what happened, but those guys would see what I said. And I hoped for a second they'd listen. And one told me the other day, he said, "I, I haven't talked to you in years, but I listened or I saw your post. Um, I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to a friend who knew what had happened mm-hmm. and he said that took balls for Christiana to do that. I would never say that word. Um, <laughs> uh, and I was like, thank you, um, I'm, but I'm sorry. You know, like yeah. this, and it was, it was a huge concern because it was saying, you know, to all the people out there that had been in a similar situation mm-hmm. or had been on the receiving end of being mm-hmm. hurt like that, it was terrifying. Yeah. And in public,
0: And you're like, you're now like, All eyes are
1: on you. Yeah. And so, but when I look at it, it was insecurity. Mm -hmm. It was this isolation that I felt. I was in a situation that none of my friends had ever been in, both professionally and personally. Mm -hmm. And instead of talking to them, instead of reaching out to the people who vouch for me, I isolated myself. And it didn't take a dating app for me to be an asshole. No. Well,
0: and you were also Mm -hmm. in a really stressful point in your life. And Mm -hmm. I think people go one of two ways. They like, run around with a bunch of people to avoid their feelings Mm -hmm. or they isolate to just be with their feelings and they don't reach out to their friends yeah
1: and i and i think that was something that was hard for me too was because when i had to kind of had to admit and be really honest and open the first people that i had to tell were the friends who were pissed at the guys because we had broken up like oh we hate these guys you know screw them and i'm like no you don't get it this is my fault yeah there's this not my this was my fault i wasn't honest about yeah. I, it wasn't that it was dishonest i just didn't talk yeah. I, didn't, I didn't i didn't call on the people that i'm around and so with mm-hmm. vouch like that's our whole thing like we let you message your dates mm-hmm. obviously <laughs> but we we have this communication set up where you're allowed to communicate with your vouchers like send them a match to say hey what do you think about this like be honest and open about it mm-hmm. the way you're already screenshotting profiles and sending them in the group yeah. text boys just know, you know, I don't know if there's three that, that listen. They're, they're already talking about you. Yeah. But just know that like you're you're already being screened by the friends. Mm-hmm. And if I had used, I, I look at that scenario and where I was hurtful and not a good person. I look at if I had been on vouch and I had had people vouching for me and I had people who knew what I was doing and, you know, knew that I was seeking a relationship or in a serious relationship. I just wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have been shady. This is accountability there. Exactly, it would have made me think, okay, this isn't for you. That you're doing this. No, this this you're doing this for you, and that's selfish. And I've never been a selfish person in my life, except for those, you know, that year. And. That was that was really hard. So I I I forgot about that. And you're right. That was the first time I had been really public about that. Yeah. And you could tell I was. In, I mean, I was watching like photos of me, or like looking at photos. And, like, you can see I'm like one. Try not to flash all my stretch marks. with my shirt really in there. I was, I was sweating. I was like in a sweat. I was sitting with the girls like really close, and I was like, "Hi, you guys don't know me. Do you know my boyfriend? I'm so Hi, I'm about to announce it on the stage." Um, and uh, but it was really it was really special. My boyfriend mm-hmm. now. Uh, who I've been with for three and a half years. I've been very candid with him about those times. Yeah. And he wasn't at that event. And I thought about that when I was mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope I'm not being disrespectful to the current sure. relationship. But I need to, I need and to get this. It's part of your story. A, it, it has taught me so much more yeah. about um, being honest and what that mm-hmm. means to yourself first and then yeah. to other people. Yeah. And I've never looked back at look, back at that and, and regretted mm-hmm. the changes that I made. Yeah. Of course, regret things that I did sure. and things that I said and how I handled things. But look things at how many with.
0: people you've been able to empower mm-hmm. or just relate to or form a relationship of some kind with. I yeah. Think that's really
1: wonderful. Someone said to me that like really stood out, um, for anyone who's been in similar situations, this girl came up to me and she goes, I, I never believed, um, she was like, I got." my boyfriend of like a year or so had another relationship and it was really hard on me. And he kept saying, this isn't about you. I promise this isn't about you. And she was like, I never listened to him because I felt like, of course it's about me. Like, of course this is because I'm not doing something or because you're, you're hanging out with somebody else because I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. And and she was like, but when you told, when you said what you said, I, I felt the first sense of relief I had felt because you seem like you're being pretty honest and Mm -hmm. it was not about the other person it was it was something that you did Mm -hmm. on your own it had nothing to do with the other person and I was like absolutely correct it had nothing
0: to do with the other person I think sometimes there's situations where it probably could have something to do with the other person totally it was just
1: one of those moments where like it made sense for her she was like I that's awesome and that was that was really that was that was big that was impactful and but it's definitely implemented or impacted the way I um operate business and and being over, I mean, probably to a fault, like overly honest about things where I'm like, I don't like how this is going. Let's All figure right. this out.
0: That way, I'm not afraid to make
1: it awkward. Like if I have expectations about something and vice versa, like I'm, I'm pretty clear. And, and it's because by dodging those tough questions or, you know, not being vocal, like you just, I don't think you get to act creatively or think freely. And mm-hmm. like, then what good yeah, are
0: we? I know. Um, well, kind of last question um, you touched us on this a second ago um, but you talked about women discriminating against you maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe not so much that but how and I think we talked about this at our event in October women empower women what's something like tangibly and realistically that we can do on a regular basis when we are working with other women or communicating with other women, or just being friends with other women because mm-hmm. obviously in you know our business and in my like professional career path like it's all women. Mm-hmm. I'm a, an elementary teacher. There are 3 out of 60 employees that are men on my campus as well. Wow. <laughs> so it is all of this estrogen mm-hmm. and then working in the spaces that I do it's all women and there's mm-hmm. been there's so many different dynamics in different industries and whatever but what are your thoughts on empowering each other in any kind of co- type of capacity that you're working with women because there's so much like you said that we can feel like we have to keep our secrets or mm-hmm. keep things to ourselves or we feel threatened i think that's a big thing or yeah. or whatever
1: I think and i is this right? I'm not sure, but in my experience, like I've worked in ER and trauma, which is mm-hmm. dominated by men. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked in technology fields dominated by men. Mm-hmm. I've worked in healthcare technology dominated by men. I was in an all male sales force,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I've been in scenarios where I've been surrounded by, you know, women and of all ages, and and what I realize is like it's totally okay to not like somebody. Um, I like that. It is abs- like there's nothing saying that this person's vibe and their personality has to mix and match with yours. Mm-hmm. It's totally okay that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But what you've got to figure out as an individual is what do you bring to the table mm-hmm. and have confidence in that? Because if you feel self-conscious about any of your skills or you're not sure who you are yet, it lets those insecurities and the things that you might be envious of in another person, which make might be what causes you to not like them or maybe they just have a different vibe than you do and it doesn't make sense it just amplifies the hell out of it and i realized that that you know i was i was talking about being discriminated by women more than than by men in a certain you know organization it was like it was like the Stereotypes that exist against women in the workplace were like because of this room that I was (laughs) sitting in. And it was nothing other like we could have gone to lunch and been friends. Like it it wasn't that. It was here comes this 23 at the time, 23-year-old girl walking in telling us how to run a new marketing vertical that we've never we've never tried to talk to this particular demographic of people. And here's someone who doesn't have a marketing background. I don't have an MBA. I don't have a master's of any kind. I have a biology and chemistry degree. Um, Walking in and saying, here's what I think we should do. And giving direction and giving ideas that worked. That was a part. If they had failed, I probably would have had more friends in the room. What I said worked. And it worked well. And that's what I'm talking about the level of insecurity. They didn't know how to do those things. Mm -hmm. And so instead of saying, "Okay." We have something to learn here. Swallowing the pride and getting to know each other, and then maybe building a friendship after that. Like it was work first, so Mm -hmm. just like let's collaborate. Yeah. And I realized at the same time, like I would get caught up because I was around that energy. I would find like the smallest dumb things to get fixated on, Mm -hmm. and then I realized this has nothing to do with work. It is purely like a just a like we don't match with our taste in certain things. And then. Yeah, so my, my best recommendation is find what you love and what you're confident in. Be really honest about what your insecurities are too. Mm-hmm. And then don't let those differences get amplified to a point where you start to treat each other badly or you become catty and gossipy. Like that was all that that organization was at a point was just was gossip. And That's how does that help is, you so get okay. anywhere? No. It, do- it really doesn't. So I think it takes a lot of self-reflection. And again, you just don't have to love everybody. You don't. I don't need smiley faces and emojis at the end of your email to make me feel like I've connected to you. Mm-hmm. Like It's okay. It's totally fine. And I've realized that by being – the name's going to escape me, but there are two girls – I'll just send you this link – who started sending emails from a man's name they had an art company and there's two adorable penelope and i can't remember the other girl's name they're making a movie out of it i met them at south by southwest and they had this art related company and they had two you know female names in their emails right they made a fake email using a fake name it was like fred Mann or something like that and they used his email to send direct emails and they got direct responses No, like if they sent an email, they'd be like, ooh, do you want to change the color? What about this font? They gave all this feedback to the girl. They're writing the check. So they're like, you're doing this for us. They send it from this email, whatever the name was, Greg Mann or somebody, that's probably someone's real name. (laughs) Sorry, Greg. Um, You know, whatever this man's email was, uh, man's email, and no pushback, immediate response, like, everything that they were asking for. And I was like, <laughs> it killed me that that worked. It was like, damn, we've proven ourselves right. You know, like, this is exactly what um, the issues are. And I thought like, you know what? I'm going to send the email like him, but I'm going to send it from Christiana try job or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to send a direct email and get a direct response. I don't need to fluff it for a man or, a, a, you know, a woman. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's there's work to be done, and it's okay if you don't want to choose to move forward working with somebody in a, a business relationship. If mm-hmm. you just don't vibe, you don't have to. There's nothing saying that that's yeah. wrong.
0: Or if you like, you know, if you're going to networking events or social events and you are trying to meet friends and you meet some people and then you just don't click with other people, and that's it's okay, totally okay too. It's okay.
1: I tell people all the time. Um, we used to not allow business cards at our millennial clubs events, mm-hmm. and it's because I'm like, don't don't wait, don't force a transaction. Yeah, don't force a have a conversation. Have and a conversation. And I always tell people, if I like, I will literally refuse a business card if I say, you know what, I think what you're doing is great. I don't really think that that's something that I would benefit from, or like, I don't know. I would mm-hmm. always have the best way to put it, but you know hold on to that business card. I'm in a totally different space, but let me introduce you to my friend over here. And like, that's okay. I think people are afraid of this Rejection, like it's not rejection. It's just like organizing your energy, making sure you're conservative with. Right. Save that tree. Save that business card. Give it to somebody. I'm gonna throw it into a pile of business cards, and I'm never yeah, gonna find it going again. It's gonna
0: stay in my pocket for months.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll it, I'm gonna watch it, and then it's it. gonna disappear into a million pieces in my washing machine. Get yeah, um, all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think about stuff like that, where it's like just be intentional and in in work, and even if you're starting your own thing, look at the people who are there to support you mm-hmm. there to guide you there to listen mm-hmm. and look at what they bring to the table and find confidence in those friendships um, and forget the ones who don't I don't need yeah. the ones who don't I don't I don't need people I don't need one more person bringing me down there are, yeah. I've got thousands of people who are waiting just for me to fail I know, just, yeah, there's plenty <laughs> plenty of people to I, I love I think I've got we've got a lot of people like kind of similar Networks and mutual friends, like you know which ones you can lean on. Mm -hmm. Heather Lane, that's my girl. Like I was texting her earlier. Oh, I will vouch for that. (laughs) I was like, if I need someone to roll their sleeves up and stay up to four o'clock in the morning with me cleaning an event, like I know who to call. Get to work. And And it was fun to be around. Like that's my favorite part. Like, you know what? We would like you would think we were drunk at the end of the game. We were having so much fun. We were exhausted. But like there are people like that that like work hard, they work Mm -hmm. their asses off for themselves. You work hard to buy
0: hard and they're the best.
1: And then they're fun. Yeah. Like be around those people. I mean,
0: the I think the best is when you can still want to like go have dinner with them or go have a drink with them. Yeah. You know
1: you don't have to it's totally fine i'm like the most anti-social social social person it's so funny because like people are like do you want to go grab lunch i'm like you know what i would rather go shopping by myself yeah get groceries by myself like i'm very much a solo i used to travel alone for work like if i was afraid to eat by myself i would have starved years ago because (laughs) i'm always by myself um and as much as i love interacting with people i'm very solo like i'm totally fine working by myself i am a pretty much a one-man show most of the time and yeah. I love that but it took a lot of confidence to get there mm-hmm. and and then but I just love when I can as, as much of a loner I am in that way like I also love when I can vibe with people who yeah. compliment me and so take away and yeah. it takes a while people don't figure people will never I don't think you'll ever figure it out a hundred percent yeah no. Mm, no it just takes time and we're still pretty young Ish. <laughs> yes we're <laughs> kind of.
0: We're so I don't know, young. So twenty twenty is happening so soon. Hey, sane. happy twenty twenty, y'all! 2020. We're recording on New Year's Eve. So. We're insane. First we're of all so but, stupid, but um, I'm I'm gonna be low key. We're going to a friend's house at like nine o'clock tonight. Mm, That's it. Yeah. Um, and we're so glad that we had you. Tell us where we can find you guys online, you personally and Vouch and stuff.
1: So Vouch is. Live in the App Store for iOS right now. Android is coming. Um, so you can download it now. It's vouch, V O U C H. And then on Instagram, we're try vouch app. And then I'm not too hard to find. My name is Christiana Yebra. And on Instagram, I'm Christiana Yebra, (laughs) which is not too hard to to find. I don't think there's a lot of me. But my photo booth company is currently events. If you're interested in learning more about our 360 booths, we've got, we should do something really fun where we have like a, like create a 360 day where we shoot confetti at people and have fake snow or something. We should do something like that. I think you've got a lot of cute, cute blogger girls I've met in your, your crew. In our crew. In your crew of peeps.
0: You're 20,000 people in your crew. (laughs) Okay. How many (laughs) people are there now? We have 11,000 and like 24, 23,000 on Instagram. That's a lot. Guys, thank you for listening. And um, go follow Christiana and support her. Um, Stop by the iTunes store and rate and review the show if you love it. And we will see you guys next time. Happy 2020. Thanks for vouching for us.